0: Hello BDC family. Thank you so much for tuning into this very first episode. Honestly, a very impromptu episode of what I am calling Bulls Digs Chatting, my play on words with BDC, and it's my podcast-ish attempt to discuss all things business development, leadership, and training. I like to keep things fresh, and I love podcasts. I love the arena. I love what it allows people to do, in the interview kind of setup. And so I really love this interview that I did with my former GM. If you notice, I say video at the beginning of it. So it was going to be a video, but I decided to live out one of my dreams and create a podcast instead. set. So I did want to make a note about the background noise. It was a first attempt, so it is something that will get better along the way. But please disregard the background noise. But I hope you enjoy the content. And most importantly, I hope that you get some great information out of it and build your relationships. So please enjoy this very first episode of Bulls Digs Chatting, General Manager and Business Development Manager Relationships featuring my former general manager. Christopher Molesky. Hey everyone, I wanted to start out this morning with a quick uh, video with somebody that I am super thankful for this month and this month of Thanksgiving. It is my former GM, Chris. And so We talk a lot about relationships with GMs, between BDMs, between BDMs and sales managers. And the relationship between a BDM and a GM is probably one of the top three most important relationships in the dealership. So um, I just wanted to chat with him a little bit about our experience together. And he's actually the newly promoted MGM of Tampa and Ocala. So um, he's on to big and better things, and I just wanted to give him an opportunity to kind of talk about our relationship together, and maybe it'll help you and your dealerships moving forward. So first question for you, Chris. Chris Molesky, by the way. um, What was the greatest win for you whenever you came and worked with me? Yeah,
1: well, first, thank you, Jeremy. I'm super proud of you and uh, uh, the path that you're on. You're, You're on an incredible path with this company, too. So Keep stomping the gas pedal, but uh, you know what I what I'd say uh, really what 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 did it for me uh, first meeting Jeremy was work ethic. You know, coming into new dealerships, and I've done it multiple times. Um, you know, ultimately the the company and all support everybody. We just we just want to be successful, right? And so when it's refreshing when you come into a dealership that you know needs a little, you know, obviously we we have opportunities everywhere at every single dealership, no matter if we sell 200 a month or 10 a month, uh, there's always those opportunities. But uh, your work ethic and, and the desire to be better and the desire for your team that you can tell you wanted your team to be better, right? Not just your little, not just the BBC, uh, but, but the whole team, the whole dealership, right? And so um, that was huge for me. And, and that always makes of uh, a, 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 a gm's job easier is when they can see that they have people that are gonna buy in and they're gonna put in the work and they're gonna listen they're gonna they're gonna take the constructive criticism they're gonna give it back as well uh and be comfortable enough to uh, communicate um and uh and 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 want their team to be better so um you know that that's the that's the that's the key for me is you, you have to you have to want uh, to be the best, um, because if, if you don't want it for yourself, if you don't want it for your team, it's going to be impossible.
0: Yeah, I uh, appreciate that. Um, definitely work ethic as a BDM. Um, if you're trying to really show your GM hustle, like if they can see you hustling for a deal. Um, I, the first thing that's coming to my mind uh, as far as a win goes is. Um, I remember I think her name was Miranda, but she had told us she was coming to our location for an appointment. Um, We called her. We had done everything. We'd gotten the confirmation the day before. Um, Anyway, time comes. She doesn't show up for appointment. We call her and she's like, oh, yeah, something came up. I kept calling her, trying to reschedule her later in the afternoon, about one o'clock. Um, come to find out she had gone to a different location instead of our location. And she was just trying to lie to us. I came down there. I said, hey, I got her on the phone. She wasn't really happy at that location with what she saw. What can we do to earn this business? And uh, we were able to negotiate with her. She ended up coming in. We rescheduled her for later that afternoon. And our goal was to earn that business. And you helped me uh, just take that passion, the work ethic, the hustle, and you turned it into a deal for us. And I felt great about it. So I still think about it, obviously, to this day. So appreciate that. Another thing is mutual respect. Like I feel like when you came in, um, you had great respect for what I had done there. I never felt like I was unappreciated. Um, and so I know that also led to just us being able to work together well. Um, what about mutual respect? What's kind of your philosophy coming in on that?
1: But yeah, so you know, leaders aren't aren't. Uh, you're not a leader by just uh, telling people what to do. That's not leadership, right? Um, and, and you know, I, I didn't get to where I am, um, you know, by by just getting by, right? I got got where I am by going the extra mile, doing a little more. Um, and uh, and and so um, leadership means being a servant servant leader. Leadership being is, is is being a serving manager, being there for your people, being there to support, um, you know, a, a general manager, um, a BDM, a sales manager. Um, we don't do everything ourselves. Right. That's why we have all these employees in the dealership. It takes the village. Right. I can't do it, what you do, Jeremy, and you can't do what I do. But when we link forces, we can do everything together. Right, and so that's got to be the mindset and the culture of the dealership. Is um, you know whether if it's a mistake that's made, not dwelling on the mistake um, and not beating down the person for the mistake, but finding out why the mistake happened, figuring out the breakdown, and spending more time on a resolution and a fix rather than than wearing on that. So um, you know, uh, you know, there's a, a lot of quotes and things out there about leadership and this, that, and the other. When it comes down to it. Um, you got to walk the talk, and and so getting in the mix, getting out of the office, you know, walking the entire dealership, especially in the BDC, uh, at, you know, where it can be exhausting sitting there dialing out, making a hundred plus phone calls every single day. Um, breaking out of that, doing you know, being you know, keeping the BDC involved with 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 uh, the sales meetings and you know the sales managers and building those relationships. It's not instant, but, but, but over time, you create that culture of communication and and bridge building. Um, You know, that's, that's where you'll see, you'll get more and more and more buy-in.
0: Yeah. I know speaking of bridge building, um, one way that we would do that every day is pretty much, um, I think every single day I would say hello to the sales managers and then I go see the receptionist. And then we both kind of knew that, whether it was before the meeting or after the meeting, we're spending some time together. We'd talk about Arizona Wildcat basketball or Carolina basketball, you know, the Tar Heels were a little better, you know, what, what can I say? Uh, but we spent some time, you know, building that relationship um, outside of work. Um, uh, I definitely agree with that. What are some ways that you have seen uh, BDCs and BDMs positively impact the culture? And then how is you? how have you, as a GM, like made that a focus coming in to create a positive culture?
1: Well, breaking down walls, right? You know, I, I hate that we have to have departments, right? Just because, you know, in on paper, you've got a, a sales department and a BDC department. Well, it's the same thing. If you ask me, one can't live without the other, you know, you, you just can't have, especially, especially 2022 rolling into 2023. Things might've been a little, you know, obviously different in 1997, but In this Internet world we live in these days, um, you can't have a sales department without having an efficient BDC department. So the first step is breaking down any barriers. Right. And and even just even just saying, uh, you know, that, that, you know, they're in this department or that department. It's conditioning. Even just even just saying it daily. Right. No, it's all one group. It's all one sales department. So getting each other involved in meetings. Right. BDC into the meetings with the sales reps and and look sales reps involved inside of the bdc meetings as well and not just not just limited to meetings um you know uh, taking um uh, uh sales reps and putting them in the bdc department and giving them phone training because you, you know have it here in tampa have it in ocala have it in Jacksonville have it everywhere all over the country there are sales reps that that you know they'll get Ten customers that come through the doors a fresh up, and they'll close down sixty percent of them. They'll close down six out of ten, and they're they're hammers. They can they're great with customers face to face, but you get them on the phone and you give them ten e leads, and they're set in one appointment, maybe right? Because that's not their wheelhouse,
0: right? right? We uh, we have a lot of expectation uh, for us to hit our metrics, and to have it on some days due to staffing, you need everybody sales associates. And so to have them making calls without training them on how to be effective with those calls really doesn't make sense. So, yeah, I agree. Blending it all together and having BDMs help sales associates um, with the task of work. Yeah, totally agree. And then sales managers helping BDMs understand a little bit about what goes behind the desking thought process and making deals. um, Agree. We're all one team. And I think that's something that you've done really well. Um, along the way, um, also another thing with culture—not um, just work-related, but outside of work. Talk a little bit about how you have made that a priority too.
1: Yeah, listen. You know, when it comes down to it, we're we're human beings, right? We come to work, but we're not we're not robots. We're not, you know, robots building cars coming down an assembly line or anything like that. We're all the same way, you know. Jeremy loves the Tar Heels, and and uh, you know, not sitting around and wasting an hour talking about things that aren't business related, but you can't expect your staff to come in and, you know, essentially function as robots and just be constant, you know, uh, deal, 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 phone call, phone call, phone call, this, that, and the other. We've got to have some sort of release and whether that be going out for a walk um, on the lot, checking out the inventory, Popping in the sales tower, seeing how a deal gets worked for 20 minutes, um, hopping on a walkthrough with the walkthrough coordinator and doing a walk around with them. Walking meetings, I love having how many times, Jeremy, do we have uh, you know, everyone was going to go to the sales tower for the meeting, but then all of a sudden Chris is standing out by the flagpole and uh, oh, we're going outside, we're having a walking meeting, right? So, um just things like that to get out and, and break out of the, the routine and the monotony, right? Because we're humans at the end of the day. And so having that, it can be five minutes of a conversation. Hey, what did you you and your husband, how was your day off? Did you guys do anything fun? Um, and, and peeling back the layers of the onion because um, we've, we've got to be able to relate to each other. We spend so much time together and, and just those little five-minute wins, um, where we can sit down and we can talk trash a little bit about um you know how many championships one's team's got over the other and then and then you know and then we laugh about it. It makes it makes you know the 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 getting down to the nitty gritty and the tough conversations easier because you're able to to put each other on the same same playing field. There's there's you know a GM I don't look at it as a GM as over everyone and we're on the same playing field. We, we, we all spend the same amount of time here at work. We're, we're, we're all overloaded. Every single position has more work to do than we can handle on a daily basis. And so we've got to be there for each other to support and vice versa, because, because, you know, it's a two way street, right? Um, and, and you, you are there, you know, for your GM and was there for me. If uh, you know, obviously you don't have a GM, right you know what I'm saying. Though uh, a BDM uh, has to be there for their GM, a BDM has to be there for their sales managers and their sales reps too. It, it's it's always a two way street. Um, it, it's got to be reciprocal um, because I tell you what, it's not easy to come into work and have that perfect smile on your face every single day um, because we all deal with stuff extracurriculars outside outside of these four walls. So just being able to have those small little wins. And in and, and the fist bumps and the high fives and the, just the little things. It's
0: super an simple and it goes a long way. Um, just, I, I know some of the things that come to my mind is, I mean, Henry, every time I see Henry here, even, uh, just officing out of here, we always fist bump or I think about other, um, sales associates that we have, um, uh, that had tough times and, you know, I, calling you, hey, they're not going to make it in because they're going through something. And you know, immediately it was just caring for them. So um, I think that's something that you and I, we really cared about our people so much. We cared about winning, but we cared about our people and helping them win. Um, and I think that helped us be successful. Uh, last question for you, and I'm going to let you go. Um, so as you're going in, you're creating culture, you're winning things and winning people over. What's the key to executing um, using BDMs and sales managers and getting sales associates all on board to execute on process? What's been the key to success for you on that?
1: First of all, communication and why. Why the heck are we doing this, right? Um, We all want to be part of something great, but we may not all see that end result, as clearly as others, or you know, if it's going to be down the line, W, you know, WIP work in progress. Not all of us can see that end result as well as some others. Seeing it in action and not just, you know, not just uh, giving barking orders, participating in it. Right? If if, uh, if, uh, if 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 we have a sales manager just saying, you know, go make appointments, go make appointments, go make appointments to sales reps. They're going to get blacked out and they're going to shut their door in their office and they're going to say, You go make appointments. How about that? Right. Yeah. So, leveling the playing field um, and getting in the trenches together, right, and making it happen together. Um, because you get to the point where once you get the buy in, um, uh, it, it, you get to the point where we had many a Saturdays in Jacksonville where. We've got appointments coming in. We don't have enough sales reps. Jeremy's taking ups. I'm taking ups. One person's on the desk desking, right? And we're all just going at it, just trying to get the deal done, right? And it starts with the communication and it starts with explaining why we're doing this. This is why we're doing this. This is what it's going to take to do it. This is what's going to happen when we get the buy-in and then, and then having it be reciprocal, you know, numerous occasions where you're running into the tower saying, Hey, this appointment's not confirmed yet. It felt good when we said it. What's going on here? What can I do to help you out? You know, or uh, even just with reception, hey reception, we're not getting data collection. What can I do to help you out? Same vice versa. Sales managers pop in the BDC. What can we do to help you close these deals down, get them confirmed? Or we should we do warm transfers, right? That communication piece. And the key to it is as soon as you get that win, that first win, where is you get the appointment confirmed, awesome job. Let's do the next one, right? You get an attaboy boy in there, you get an atta girl in there, and whoop, we're on to the next one. And then you close that deal, they show up, you close that deal, good job. You see, this is and going over that again. This is what we did to be successful here, folks. We set this appointment here by Cheyenne. Rob Bradley confirmed it, right? Uh, and, and we put the note in the system. They came in. They had a nice, uh, warm entry TO from a sales manager. Jay went out and shook their hand. Rob went out and said, hey, I was the guy that talked to you on the phone. We can't wait to show you a great experience. Came in, worked a worksheet, closed them, spotted them. They're down the road, busting bugs. Going over the win, right? And, 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 all, and talking about this is what we did really well. Here's where our opportunities are over here, because sometimes sometimes I think we can get too caught up in the next one, the next one, the next one, the next one, where we don't celebrate those wins like we should not dwelling on them, but also recognizing them. Right. Because when we recognize the win, uh, uh, you'll get more. But if you don't recognize the wins, the luster is
0: going to wear off. Yeah. Right. And reviewing it like not not just to celebrate the wins, but reviewing it for, hey, these are the expectations we had. And this is where we missed it. And this is where we're going to fix it. And the next time it was different. And so uh, I love what you said about communicating, hey, as I'm coming in, we're buying into this process. We have to have it from the GM level. If we don't have it, the GM bought in. We're not going to be able to be successful Two, communicating that. Um, well, hey, these are the expectations. You're either going to make the expectations or you're not. At that point, I'm going to help coach you to get there. And if not, then maybe you're not a good fit for our team. Uh, and then three, just once we do complete those expectations and we did and we were successful, we celebrated the crap out of it. And so I, uh, I really just love that. And I appreciate that about you. So thanks for taking some time with me today. Um, I just felt like it was important for everybody on my team to see what what does that relationship look like? We haven't worked in the same dealership and uh, going on 10 months and we're able to pick up. I know we text, you know, once or twice every couple of weeks and uh, just care for one another still and how well we're doing. And um, I want the best for you. Appreciate you so much. Thanks for being in my yeah, life. Thank and you. Um, if I can do anything for you, just let me know, all right?
1: Thanks, j okay. Keep it up, man. You're the man.